It's about time you listen to the Shenmue AM2 podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast. We're your hosts, Andrew. And Matt. And Matt's chickens are outside this week. Haha, uh-huh, you can't be amazed by my chickens. <laughs> They're too far away. Uh, this episode, I did see one in the coop, though, in the backyard. It was majestic, wasn't it? It was very ma- ma- Matt's majestic cock. <laughs> I said that just as he put took a drink of water. Um... This episode, we are going to be covering episode three of Shenmue the Animation. It's called Yin Yang. Uh, just a couple little things I want to talk about beforehand. Um, one is, I'm really glad that this is now an animated show instead of a video game because my hands, or my wrists, more importantly, are all, and thumbs are all messed up. I have to wear braces on my hands. Apparently, I have bad carpal tunnel syndrome that I literally woke up with one day. <laughs> so it's... I can hold a PS4 controller pretty good. You can't do anything with it? A Nintendo <laughs> Switch, the Pro Controller, these palm things in my hands, they don't fit around it right. It's what? really weird. I wonder if you could use an arcade stick. That's what my wife suggested. She's like, you need to get one of those big arcade sticks and just be like... Yeah. So hopefully this, I have braces on. The doctor or nurse practitioner thinks a couple weeks. Yeah. She doesn't think it's going to be a permanent thing, but we'll see about that. Um, I way, way, way long ago. Actually, oh, back, back, back to the chicken thing. Um, the Bengals did not win the Super Bowl. Uh, also, my cousin Mike uh, came over to watch Super Bowl, and just small world. My cousin Mike is actually dating Matt's cousin Laura. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, they're, ki- they're kissing cousins. <laughs> Our cousins, not not each other. <laughs> uh. I had the best homemade chicken wings I've ever eaten. <laughs> they were fantastic. Who made them, Laura? No, uh, my cousin Mike. I I made them in my air fryer. Oh, but he remember? Have you ever gone to Rib Fest when it comes here? No. Um, there's a company called, or one of the rib ribbers, as they call themselves. That sounds so dirty. Ribbers. Ribbers. <laughs> uh, they sell their seasoning. It's called Krabby's Barbecue. Mm-hmm. And we just sprinkled some of that on the, the wings and did them in the air fryer. And, oh, they were out of this world. Now I'm hungry. I just needed to get that off my chest because <laughs> we were talking about the chickens and chicken wings, and they were so <laughs> damn good. Uh, so I want to share a Shenmue story. I ordered a long time ago that like ultimate edition of Shenmue 3 from Limited Run Games. Mm. And they had the big box set with all the vinyl records, too. And then you could get that as, like, one big set. So I ordered that. I also ordered the C- <clears throat> excuse me, the CD version of it as well. And then on a separate order, I ordered the Shenmue 3. Because the records are all coming in this, like, 11 record or 11 or 13 record box set, mm-hmm. the individual cases that the records would have come in for, like, for- I think it's Niawu and... Bailu Village, the separate ones. You could order those by themselves just in case you wanted them, mm-hmm. and I did. So, we'll come back to that point in a minute, because it's that's important. So, on their limited run, I don't want to say Boxing Day sale, but their clearance sale that they have, I wanted, I'm trying to collect all of the games that Saga is like re-releasing, or like newer versions are coming out of. So, Panzer Dragoon for the PS4 mm. is through limited run games. So, I was like, I'm going to get that. Maybe get a couple PSVR games. Who knows? 
Anyways, when I went on there, they had the like ultimate edition or whatever you want to call it of Streets of Rage 4. And I've been getting really nostalgic for that game, like in the whole series. Mm-hmm. I'm was, surprised you didn't have that already. I have like the limited edition one that comes in the huge clamshell case, but this mm. comes with like a statue. Oh. And this is stuff that I'm never interested in, like statues with video games and stuff. Yeah. But this one, I don't know, I really wanted it. And it was on there for the Nintendo Switch. And I was like, you know what? It's it was like $150 American plus shipping. Mm. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna pull the trigger on this. I'm gonna do it. So I bought it. And then just never got... I bought that and the Panzer Dragoon. And then I just never got a shipping notification. So I reached out to their customer service. And they like, they referred me to the FAQ page for the clearance sale. Hmm. For items that they have in stock that they're trying to clear out. Mm-hmm. Ships in Q1. So you could buy this at the start of January. And it might not ship to the end of March. <laughs> for stuff that they're Even trying to get rid of. And this is a clearance sale. This is everything in this clearance sale is in their warehouse. Yeah. So I'm like, that's a really odd way of doing business. Whatever. Anyways, I get an email from them. We're canceling your order. So I'm like, all right, why are they canceling the order? They said they they miscalculated the amount of inventory they had for the Streets of H4 mm. big, big edition. So they said they were going to cancel my order and refund my money. So I immediately replied back to them, like, well, don't cancel the order, one, because there's another item on it. Mm-hmm. Two, um, how did this happen, and why is mine being canceled? Three, because the other item, the Streets of Rage, was a big box item, was like, you guys are going to owe me a bunch of money back in shipping, too. And they essentially just didn't really apologize or anything. They did offer everyone that they, for lack of a better term, fucked up this order. Uh, the re- They said they were are offering a regular edition of Streets Rage 4, mm-hmm. which they don't even make. The regular edition of Streets Rage 4 is made by Merge Games and, like... And you basically already have that, don't you? Well, I don't know. (laughs) So I asked them that, too. I'm like, what do you mean by the regular version of the game? Because I don't think you guys sell the regular version of the game. Mm -hmm. And it was either that or a $20 credit that I could use towards a future purchase. This is is just for your trouble? Yeah, but also, they wouldn't let me, I don't think, use that $20 towards that order to put, like, towards Panzer Dragoon. Hmm. So, I asked them to clarify what they meant by a regular version. They're just like, oh, the... Just the regular version of that we sell for the Nintendo Switch. I was like, okay, I'll take that. And then they're like, all right, well, it's still going to ship whenever. <laughs> I'm like, so you guys messed up the order, and you can't even, like, do something to fix this. Or like, hey, we messed up this person's order. Let's just ship it out to them. Yeah. So... So you're airing it out to your uh, audience here of millions on the podcast. Millions and millions. <laughs> uh, so anyways, I was... It really upset me or whatever, and I don't know if it should have that much. Again, just the nostalgia for the game, or the series of Streets of Rage. So, I get a shipping notification. Your Shenmue vinyl, the just the boxes, because those are on a separate order, mm. those are ready to ship. So I get the shipping thing, I'm like, okay, cool. Then a few days later, I get an email, hey, we might have messed up your order. We don't know, essentially telling me they don't know what they shipped me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, oh man, wouldn't it be awesome if it was they accidentally sent me the Streets Rage Four? <laughs> that was that was what I was really wishing and hoping. Yeah. So anyways, their shipping is kind of slow too, um, and they also ship through DHL. Mm. But then when it gets to Canada, it's done by Canada Post, oh. which I thought was weird because we have DHL yeah. here in Canada. Uh, so anyways, the box shows up and I open it, and it's just the Niawu box. 
I'm like, okay. So it's part of your order? It's Yes, but what I don't understand is those items were sold together. It's not an individual <laughs> item where they only put one item in the box. Huh. They You can't buy them separately, to my knowledge. <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, one of our shippers accidentally opened up your order and stole part of it. <laughs> so I'm like, and I'm looking at the box, and it's really cool because it's an actual, like, box that the records go in. I thought it was going to be more like a sleeve thing. It's really, really neat looking. It has all the track listings on the back. It's pretty cool. So, I send their customer service again, and I'm like, hey, you guys had sent me an email saying you might have messed up this order. I did, it did arrive. I opened it. It is the only the Niawu Volume 2 set. It does not have the Volume 1 in there. Mm. Um, and then I said, I'm kind of disappointed because this is the second order in a row that's been messed up in a very short period of time. So I get an email back, not really acknowledging my complaint or anything. <laughs> and then they're like, we need a picture of what you received and also the shipping label. Mm. It's like, well, you, you, they're lucky that I kept the box, or I'm lucky that I kept the yeah. box it came in. My wife used it to like prop up her laptop to <laughs> do a conference call or something. So it was out on my dining room table. So I send them that, and then they're like, okay... Uh, we're going to send it along in one or two weeks when we pull orders. Mm-hmm. So they're not even fixing it immediately. They'll just like, when we get to it, we will get to it. It must be a really small operation, huh? But yeah, if, you, if you're if you a company and you make a mistake, yeah, try you know. to do your best to fix it immediately. But, I mean, don't they have like a monopoly on the, the physical... Uh production of like special editions for like digital releases and stuff there's a lot of other companies that do it there's probably like five or six major ones super rare um, i can't think of the other ones off the top of my head but like and i love the idea of what limited run games does mm. like the fact that they are taking these digital only things or things that might not be released in every region and putting them out there but then just on the back end it's really frustrating and to top it all off the day that they like canceled my other order or whatever the guy that the co-owner of the company Josh Fairhurst was like we finally got to work with Microsoft so we're going to be able to release stuff on Xbox One and Series X or whatever he said and I was just like why are you it's cool that you're trying to expand your business and concentrate on like new things and that's awesome for people that want it but like when you have such logistical problems already (laughs) don't take more on don't take more on yeah (laughs) so that's my limited run rant again I can't wait to get the Shenmue stuff in the mail but like I just you can't wait to get that uh, hey we fucked up your your order email you mean yeah it's just I can't <laughs> um, other Shenmue news before we hop into the talking about the episode uh, the Shenmue Kickstarter documentary um, there's been a little bit of people complaining that we haven't received it yet um, it, my only complaint is people tend to or people that put projects on Kickstarter don't necessarily do updates as much as they, as often as they should. Mm. Um, Shenmue was pretty bad with or Shenmue 3 was pretty bad with it, for EaseNet, I guess. Um, and there hasn't been an update for the documentary since November. Mm. Uh, now I know him and his wife did have a baby recently, so obviously <laughs> his life is hectic right now. Um, but just give them a break, I guess. Mm. And that's coming from us, and we can be pretty... We don't even have kids. No. Getting a dog though. Oh yeah. yeah. Soon, hopefully. Knock on wood. Don't let it eat my chickens. <laughs> oh. They're gonna have to meet. Little Wally's gonna meet your chickens. <laughs> uh, so let's hop into the episode, uh, episode three, Yin Yang. Uh, what'd you think of it overall compared to the other two? 
my cat is trying to get in. Um, I liked it. Uh, it seemed to be things are moving at a even more brisk pace than they were before. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I watched it this morning, and then Matt and I watched it right before recording again. And I thought this episode was better than the other two. Like, oh yeah, I like it's a, there's less fighting in this one. Yeah, but like the progression of it and the pacing, mm-hmm. I just find it's a steady incline, and I'm yeah. really enjoying it. This one had a lot of the the mystery from the story, where it starts secret rooms and shady organizations and stuff. The mystery's amping up. Shady organizations with limited run games is in there? <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, it, this episode started out uh, with the, Matt's favorite thing. <laughs> How did it start, Matt? It started with Shenhua walking through her village mumbling about the poem like she always does. I thought it was the same episode. <laughs> I was like, we just, are we watching episode two again? <laughs> That's literally all she does with her life. <laughs> She needs to find out who he is, though. How did she never think of this before? <laughs> until that kid mentioned it. Yeah, she they're really, really leaning into her with the prophecy. Uh, it's <laughs> and They've done it two episodes in a row. And one thing I thought was funny was when she talked to... I'm not sure if it's the same guy from the second episode when she's talking to. Probably. And he's like, I know the poem. And then she's like, that guy must be weird. <laughs> like, I'm wondering if he kind of has a crush on Shen Hua. Seems like it. And he's just kind of trying to downplay the other guy, yeah. whoever he is. <laughs> I'm your destiny. Uh, then we cut to Yukosuka, or Japan, I guess. And they're talking to Terry. Or there's a bar... MJQ Jazz Bar, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're having a conversation about uh, how t- uh, Charlie got beat up. And they asked if it was by Chen's men again. So they're really uh, dropping hints that, like, the Mad Angels and the Chen organization are going at it. Yeah. They're giving us... They have similar resources of, like goons and gu- and stuff, I guess, which we never really saw in the game. No, they're they're really expanding on the lore of the Chen family, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about more of that in a moment, because something gets changed in, as to how it happened. Excuse me. As to how it happened in the game. Um, <laughs> they talk about the letter, um, and Rio is outside the uh, antique shop, or the china shop, and the little kid who he saved with the soccer balls there, mm-hmm. he's like, why are you at my house, essentially? And uh, they go inside, and I was telling Matt this, that I had never put this together before in my entire time playing or watching this, I guess. The note about the mirrors is in mirrored language. <laughs> um, that just blew your mind. It did. Did you ever notice that or think about that before? I didn't, but I mean... I don't know if it's significant. <laughs> no, but it's just a little quirk that I had never picked up on before. Yes, it's a little, what would you call that? Verisimilitude? <laughs> I don't know. What was that word? Verisimilitude? What's that word mean? Good. You Google that word right I'm, now. I'm I'll Google wait. It. I'll wait. No, keep going. I'm, I'm listening. I'm waiting for Matt to, to Google verisimilitude. Verisimilitude. Verisimilitude? Verisimilitude. I can't spell. Just while Matt, well, I'm gonna fill that air while Matt's googling this. Matt got a new couch that no longer crushes your balls. Yay! As, as Matt put it. No, 
this this uh, this definition doesn't work. Verisimilitude: the appearance of being true or real. The detail gives the novel some verisimilitude. So I don't know what I'm talking about. God damn you! I'm trying to sound smart. <laughs> uh, I thought it was a perfectly cromulent idea. <laughs> what the Google Chromium Stop doing this. Stop doing I'm this. I'm losing please. my perspicacity. <laughs> Those last two were Simpsons quotes. Oh. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Channel plan. I can do Simpsons quotes. Uh, let's get this this train back on track here. So the le- the she translates the letter for him and there's a phone number, so he goes down to the tobacco shop. Uh, one thing I've noticed in this, they're kind of f- literally mirroring or flipping things because the tobacco shop is next to the part. It's if you're looking at the front of the tobacco shop in the game, yeah. The parking lot where he trains is to the right of it. Yeah. Um, when re in this, you see the parking lot, and then you see that construction site from the last episode behind the parking lot where Rio got jumped or whatever, mm. and it's to the to the left of the building um, and then we'll come to it in a minute but when Rio's sneaking into the harbor and he hits his head he's sneaking in and going to the left right. and in the game you're going to the right. right so everything seems to kind of be flipped in here it's I don't know if it's I just a little thing yeah, I noticed yeah I mean there's been lots of changes to to story to lines to backgrounds uh I haven't been keeping up with it. How do the how do the fans? Uh, how are they taking that? Do they, are they all mad because it's not exactly the game, or do they? Most people I haven't okay with it. I haven't really noticed. I do want to start reading more on the dojo forums just to kind of get people's reactions about it. Because mm. um, I don't care if they change stuff like a little bit. Like all the changes they've made so far, none of them have bug, bugged me. No, other than this next one that I'm going to talk about bugs <laughs> me. Uh, so he dials the number and he gets. Father's Sky, Nine Dragons, Mother's Earth, Common Allies. <laughs> Two of those things are wrong. They are, but I mean, it gets it gets the the point across. It's a secret code, and the and the the words that are wrong are similar. I don't know, unless 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 the one the things that they got wrong are like specifically tied to like some sort of plot point that we've never got to in the games that they should. That means they shouldn't be changed. I'm I'm okay with them changing it. I don't know. I just because that's one of like Shenmue's little calling cards. Yeah, and they changed it, and I don't know. Well, now you can do calling cards and know whether someone's an anime fan or a game fan. Ooh, (laughs) you're not a real Shenmue fan. Matt's drawing a line in the sand right now. (laughs) Two Shenmue camps, warring factions. The Chens versus the Mad Angels. Yeah. Which side are you on? Ah. Anime or game, man? Oh, well, we'll just wait till wait till the whole thing's done, then I'll tell you. Well, because uh, whichever one you're going to pick right now is just going to pick the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> As of right now, I'm on the game side. Uh, so he gets to the harbor. He they kind of merge him talking on the phone, calling 104 like their helpline mm. um, to look up the address with him getting off the bus at the harbor. And then we meet everyone's favorite character, Goro. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this scene. Goro is very menacing and like a bad guy at the start of it. That's the same in the game, isn't it? Yeah. Um, in the he doesn't seem to have the over the top voice again. It's in Japanese, so I'm not sure if we can. I can't remember what he sounded like in Japanese. 
Yeah, game. I don't. I don't remember because I always play the first one in English. Um, but uh, he has two buddies with him too, and they're mugging a guy. I wonder. And that's that also happens in the game. The two buddies. I wonder if they're all look if they look the same. The uh, then he drops the line in the game. It's don't you know that blackmail's way <laughs> uncool? Mm-hmm. But he mentioned don't you know mugging is uncool? Mm-hmm. And they don't even in the Japanese. It doesn't seem to be a drug out yeah. exaggerated uncool. <laughs> uh, I just thought that was a nice little work in. Even though they changed a little bit, they did make sure they get that uncool uh-huh. in there. Uh, Goro's shirt's different. I hate it. <laughs> I didn't notice. They need it's the same color at least, isn't it? It's the same color scheme. Uh, he gets mad at Rio. Rio dispatches him real quick. Uh, then he's immediately literally on his knees bagging in front of Rio. <laughs> that was pretty uh, good. To tell him where it is. I didn't catch this watching it the first time, but Matt said that they entirely skip the old warehouse number eight. Yeah. Or the warehouse number eight being the wrong warehouse number eight. Yeah, going to the, the current warehouse number eight and then learning there's a, an entire other district of old warehouses. Like the, It's not necessary. No, and that's the thing. For the anime, I don't think it's necessary. For the game, it definitely pads it out um, to add more of that uh, investigation to the game, I guess would be a way to put it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's they're plowing through this this Yokosuka part of the of the story arc. They, on, they also never even explained why he can't go during the day. Like there's no scene of him like trying to go to warehouse number eight and being denied. And they, then though they did. No, we, Goro said uh, you can go after go seven. after dark, but he never said you can't get in there right now. Yeah, well, it's just kind of implied though that if you go after seven, there's way less guards. I don't know. If I was Rio in that in that instance, I would have been like, "Why would I go after dark? That's weird. I don't want to be a creepo. I'm just gonna go ask if I can go right now." <laughs> I don't know. Um, they cut to a thing of Landy in a place called Zhu Hall. Is that from Shenmue Three? I don't know, but he's essentially. Strong arming this Chinese man. That's, that's where he learned about Iwao, I guess. Yeah, Iwao and Yuan Dezhu. And they're they're speaking Chinese here, and I wonder if any Chinese speakers could tell us if they're doing okay with their accent. Matt's cat's really goofing off in the background here. <laughs> she loves getting under blanket. Um, once Rio does try to break in, he they have the scene with the flashlight where he hits his, the phone rings, he hits his head and catches the flashlight. But then instead of working his way through the the maze as you do in the game uh, he just immediately gets mugged and it has like a (laughs) blanket thrown over him kidnapped and then he just wakes up or is transported to the Chen warehouse yeah skipping ahead again (laughs) they are Uh, he doesn't really put up as strong I feel like in the the anime they're making him more strong willed and like stubborn Mm -hmm. than he comes across in the game Mm mhm but there's just, like, these two Chen associates, we'll say, standing there. And Rio's just sitting on the floor tied up. Yeah. He's not complaining, doesn't... Yeah, I'm okay with them, like, skipping him skulking through the warehouses by putting a bag over his head. But, uh, yeah, he should have had words for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? What's going on? Uh, they're In the anime, they're really leaning into this weird relationship between Guizhang and his father. I mm. shouldn't have said father because that's not allowed in the anime apparently. <laughs> not till they're dead. Not till they're dead, yeah. <laughs> as long as they're both part of the organization. 
But yeah. that is interesting that, that they've decided to, like, just in this episode, yeah, like, Ryo keeps talking about his relationship with his father, and he's, like, just hitting, hitting Guizhang right in the feels. <laughs> it's just some extra characterization for Guizhang that we've never got before. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. I do. I, I really enjoy how they're putting, not conflict, but, like, some friction between Guizhang and his dad. Mm. Um, what was next? Uh, they also do... A good job making the Chen family seem shady, too. Yeah. Like, they're not on the level of shadiness as the Mad Angels. Angels. From the perspective right now, I think they make, not necessarily even them out, but they're not shining a bright, like, a good light on the Chens. Yeah, well, they're making it clear they're part of a, an underworld and they're doing criminal things. And I never really got a strong sense of that in the game. Yeah. In, in but, the, but when you think about it, it makes sense. Yeah, in the game, they made it seem like the Chen family were like importer exporters. And the Mad Angels were kind of trying to not extort them, but strong arm them, strong arm them into like yeah, out of the harbor to eliminate them as competition would be a way to put it. Yeah. Um, then we we see uh, there's it cuts to the next day. Rio's walking home. He know he's he knows he's being followed by Guizhang. They have not a, not really a sparring session, but Guizhang essentially jumps them and. <laughs> doesn't hit him in the face. Mm-hmm. He just shoves him into a wall. Uh, then we have Ryo and Fukusan uh, sparring in the dojo. And this is it's a good little action sequence for a minute. I, I really wanted the, uh, the dark side Hazuki, and don't use that move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing that I find kind of unbelievable, or took me out of it a bit, is when Fukusan's cleaning up afterwards and he has the things, the scrolls that are hanging on the wall. He's like, hey, you know, there's this thing here with the, your family emblem on it mm. and a hole in the wall. You didn't think that Ryo, or that Fukusan would have been the one to see that and not Ryo? Well, Ryo lives in that house. But maybe his dad never got him to clean the dojo. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that was always Fukusan's job. Fukusan's the, the he he does slave labor in exchange for karate lessons. Uh, oh, turn that door. I'm really hurt my wrist. Um, uh, yeah. So then Rio, you see earlier in the episode, Rio's like just looking through his dad's room, and you see the box that has a sword in it. It's actually in the house in this instead of in the dojo. Mm. Also, you entirely skip the the, the, the key, key yeah. for it. So that's another thing. They're just kind of wiping away uh, and Rio just kind of has like a montage in his brain of this is the handguard and um, the, he puts a sword in the wall or whatever and it, they talk about his dad Iwao taking the handguard to the antique store to have it polished almost like he thought he needed to get it out of the house mm. that he knew Landy was coming um, and then Rio goes to the basement and I don't know. It's just right there. It's literally sitting on a table. Mm-hmm. Like, out in front, there's zero expl- exploration in the basement. Yeah. I mean, again, they're trying to save time. I, I do, I really, in the game, I really do like that extra bit of exploration and the, the, the false wall behind, uh, yeah, behind the wall. <laughs> and, like, having to light the candles, like, have the matches or go by the light bulb. Yeah. Like, but, but would you have wanted to watch all that as an no. audience? <laughs> no, and that's... 
they're taking the mundane parts of the game out. Mm. But it, like there was, they could have had him like no, look over, and notice something on the floor, and just kind of slide the the shelf out of the way and hit it with the sledgehammer or whatever the the, the yeah. patch in the in the wall. But they just entirely skipped it. Mm. It must and, have a really tight story storytelling structure that they're trying to stick to. I'm wondering if they're trying to uh, if they're trying to get the story done in two seasons, uh, like start to finish. Maybe you mean like, like the, even the, the games Shenmue, the animation. Yeah, like Shenmue the animation is going to be completed in 46 episodes. Uh, could be because they're really going all out with this. Like, we just saw the end of episode three, mm. and by the end of episode four, he might be gone out of out of Japan. Yeah? You think, well, what's left to do in uh, in Japan? What are the big things he's still going to hit? Uh, he get, There's a preview for the next episode. He meets um, Mark Kimberly, who... Gets a job, I assume. And they make Mark look like an asshole in the trailer. Oh, no. Um, so he gets the job, and then... I mean, when you think about it, he gets a job and then gets fired, and uh, yeah, then he goes to Japan. To China? Or to China, excuse me. So, well, he does buy the ticket. I, I, it'll be interesting. I wonder if he's going to meet the homeless guy. What are you doing, Matt? Uh, <laughs> my other cats like me to pour water for them. Matt's, this is, I, this cat does not care. <laughs> Now Matt has water on his computer desk above electronics. There we go. The cats no, ignore it. My other cats love it. Like they, if they see me have my water bottle, they always come over and they just like paw at it until I pour some on on the table or whatever for them, and then they just lick it off the table. I'm like, you have water in your bowl. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think by the end of episode four or halfway through five, we're we're on the way to China. Uh, so they're really plowing through the story in this, and that's. I'm wondering if. I'm wondering if they're trying to complete it over the course of forty or two seasons, not necessarily forty six episodes. No, it wouldn't be forty six; it'd be twenty six, because there's 13, there's a thirteen per yeah thirteen yeah. per season. Excuse me. Um, just in the fact that if it's they could use that as a way to help it get renewed. For a second season is we only need one more season. Maybe. You're not investing a lot more into it. Um, Could be. While they're sparring too, Matt alluded to this last episode that there's like levels to of, of martial arts power, mm. and Fukusan literally says to him, "He's like you're at another level." <laughs> but what did he do? He had that one epiphany while fighting, while fighting uh, Chai. That's about it. But you do notice too. When Guizhong did the move and stopped at right at Rio's yeah, face, Rio does Rio that. does that to Fukusan as well. He's like a he's like a Saiyan from Dragon Ball Z or something. <laughs> just just power ups all over the place for no reason. Uh, once he finds the mirror too, he takes it back to Master Chen, and this is the scene where out of nowhere, Chai drops down from the ceiling. He gets the mirror. Guizhong fights him. Tells Rio to hit the button on the crane machine or whatever. Guizhong doesn't fight him in the game, right? Uh, I think he just jumps down, grabs the mirror, and then jumps right back up. Yeah, something like that. But I, li- I like seeing Guizhang get to fight somebody else. <laughs> um, and in this scene, 
what it was really weird. Once the minute, like once Chai loses, drops the mirror, and he calls them dogs, and then he jumps out. The it's an incredibly abrupt cut to the music. Mm. It was like just kind of poor editing. I found like the music literally doesn't fade away. Nothing. It just stops. <laughs> then there's back to Rio, Master Chen, and, and Guizhong. It was a little weird. Hmm. And they have the conversation, and Rio gets Rio's getting angry, and like they're really bringing his anger out in this series. I find compared to the game, and I like it. Yeah. In the game, he's a little subdued. I don't know if he's angry here, if he's just being stubborn and headstrong. I don't know. Whatever it is, I'm, I like it more than I do in the game. I feel yeah. like they're just getting their point across better with it. Yeah. Um, I would, I'd be interested it's Determined. To determined is the word. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear the English dub, too, of how that uh, goes. Apparently, you can watch the English dub for free on the Adult Swim app, oh. but I don't think we can get the Adult Swim app off iTunes or whatever in Canada. Probably not. I tried to, and it's, it, it, it's not there. Um, and it cuts to uh, Londy on the speedboat going behind the bigger boat. Mm-hmm. And some some kind of poor animation I noticed there in that whole scene. <laughs> then is that how it ends the episode? Yes, I think so. We just watched it. Yeah, world, our, pr- our brains are uh-huh. they're mush. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was it. Um, I really enjoyed this episode though. It's yeah. I liked it not way more, but I'm getting more invested in it. Yeah. Um, I wonder if there's anybody watching this who never played the game. <laughs> uh, there's apparently on the uh, like I see on Facebook. There's a lot of people like commenting on it and be like, "Oh man, I, this!" And it's on the it's right on the Crunchyroll homepage. Like it's number two. Like in the I'm assuming it updates daily based Do on they what's rank released them that day by popularity. I don't like know if Netflix by popularity, does? but oh. it's it's number two on the Crunchyroll anime thing. Hmm. Um, like the second one in. And the first one's something insanely popular. I can't remember what it was. Um, but I'm excited that there's ten more episodes of this. True. Like yeah. It really only... feels like we, we, we should get to the end of three. At least two. Yeah, they've they've alluded to that it covers most of two. Oh, no. But either. you see the fight scene on the roof, and Londi's there. Mm. Um, so maybe it just doesn't include, include chapter four. The Guilin walk. <laughs> I think that's. I don't think that's chapter four. I think that's like five or six. Oh, okay. Technically, or maybe um, I'm. I'm thinking of disc four. Yeah. Um. So it may lop off there, but I don't see how they don't finish Shenmue two hmm. because that would be, and they can't because it shows him in the cave with with Shenhua. So at the at the very right. start of the first episode. So I think we get all the way through two. Yeah. And I think we get to maybe the start of three. What? <laughs> what if? Uh, the next season is just 13 episodes of three. <laughs> just like the game itself. Just padding. <laughs> <laughs> they literally catch a thousand fish. <laughs> no, I, I, think, I think three gets over real quick yeah. in season two. I think three is done in... Two episodes. I will give it four. I will give in season two... I will say Shenmue 3 is completed in a maximum of four or four and a half episodes. 
I don't see how, considering how blazingly fast they're going through Caesar Shenmue One. Yeah, I don't see how they Shenmue One has way more, I think, than Shenmue Three. Um, and especially a lot of Shenmue Three is exploratory, inquisitive stuff. You know, catch or um, what's the term I'm looking for? Fetch quests. Yeah, and they're uh, they're chopping that stuff out of this anime. So I really think Shenmue Three is. I wouldn't be surprised if Shenmue Three's done at the end of season one. Yeah, like it, it's a, it's not out of the realm of possibility. That would be exciting to to start to like anticipate season two and know that it's going to be completely new material. And then it gets canceled, not renewed. Yeah. And then we're back to square one as Shenmue fans. Yeah, and I'll fucking lose it. Yeah, I will fucking lose it. <laughs> no, I think this is. I would much. I would rather play Shenmue Four as a video game. Yeah, but but this, we got to be realistic. We got to be realistic, and this is a way to you know if this is generating revenue, it's a way to get Shenmue Four. Um, but I don't care if I know the story of the game going into Shenmue Four. Yeah, it's because they will have to expand on it. The, the game will always be bigger, a bigger universe than the anime. I think. Yeah, and having those fetch quests the you know investigation side of it that's not a bad thing in a game mm-hmm. anything else you want to add for this one how would you rank the episode so far uh, geez uh probably two three one maybe but i've only seen each episode once so so i would go my favorite one would be three then two then one mm. um this one was really good i mean i liked it probably almost equal to Episode two. I can't wait till episode four starts with the her just mumbling the prophecy. I, they better not. I, I, I they better start, not. <laughs> I want to start getting live reactions of Matt. <laughs> Goddamn prophecy, Matt. <laughs> well, if 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 we, you always watch it first by yourself before I watch it for the oh, first yeah. time. So <laughs> if you come over and you start pointing a camera at me, I'll know what's up. <laughs> All right, so that's it for this episode. Uh, you can find us on social media at ShenmueAimToPodcast.com. Uh, also, we or no, we don't have ShenmueAimToPodcast.com. We don't even have a website. What am I talking what about? A, yeah, ShenmueAimToPodcast at gmail.com. We don't have We've those gotten, uh, We're getting like good comments on our YouTube video too. Because we're not being negative, I guess. <laughs> no, but I mean like people pointing out. Like things they see in the anime or something, and we've we got at least one email too. Mm. Uh, so maybe we'll next episode we'll answer or read some of those on on the thing. Okay. Uh, but Shenmue Am Two Podcast Gmail dot com, Shenmue Am Two Pod on Twitter. We're on Facebook, uh, page and a and a group. We are on the dojo. Uh, Shenmue Am Two Podcast. We post everything about the anime in the anime feed and our own feed. We'd like to thank our sponsor this week, or I should say our attempted sponsor, uh, the Bailu Village Abandoned Temple. Uh, They didn't want to give us money to be our sponsor. It was just some drunk guy trying to give us moonlight mushrooms. (laughs) What'd you say about me? Not you, drunk guy. A different drunk guy. Ow. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.